This is the Underground Table. UPC. This show is a member of the Underground Podcast Community. Hello. This used to be the Juggalo Roundtable. This is now the Underground Table. I'm your host, Jiggles, a.k.a. Jeremy, and I'm here with a special, he's not even a guest, he is a co-host now. That's right, we're, we're tag-teaming. My special co-host is none other than Blade Brown. Blade! Hello! Hey. Uh, I'm the co-host with the uh, co-most. Oh. I think I heard somebody say that once. Yeah, we're going to steal that, it's fine. Yeah, I'm taking that. It's fine. What's he going to do? Listen to this? Probably not. Uh, yeah, probably not. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, yeah, I'm Blade. Uh, I'm here now. I now host uh, this podcast with you. The Underground Table. Uh, so, so I thought it was funny that it was going to be Underground Round Table, but you've condensed <laughs> it to Underground Table. Yes. And uh, I, didn't, I didn't know that until you said it, and I was like, He's forgetting a word. I'm like, should I mention that? <laughs> no, it's the it's the under. We've just we've just changed it from juggalo to underg. Yeah, see, I like that because now we can we can do a little more fun things with it. We don't really got to be constricted by the nature of the beast. Correct. It's not that we're not juggalo affiliated anymore. It's just we're more than that. We're not confining ourselves to just juggalo music and juggalo culture we have now expanded out to underground music in general and what is underground music for us blade what is underground music to you underground music for me is something that's not playing in your big city venues it's not things that you're going to be going to an arena for it's things that you know, you kind of come upon organically things that your friends like, oh, hey, man, you should check this out. They, uh, they're my friends, you know, stuff, people that you can easily access as artists and stuff that if you search around for it, you'll find it. But not necessarily anything uh, that you will be seeing up on the city, you know, I'm showing my age here. But for me, underground music is stuff that's not on the radio, not on MTV. That doesn't apply anymore. But it's still, it's descended from that. It's the outlier stuff, the fringe stuff, the stuff that you have to go looking for. It's not being marketed by the major labels or the music industry. It's not, you're not going to find, you know, posters for these bands at the mall. If that's even a thing anymore. I don't know. Like I said, I'm showing my age. Um, <laughs> stuff that's independent. Yeah, you got you can't go to your local, uh, what, Sam Goody to pick this up? <laughs> right. You can't find this at FYE. Well, FYE is still a thing. You can't find this at Best Buy. You can't find this at your local uh, Camelot, uh, Silver Platter. I mean, what are the stores used to be around that aren't anymore? But yeah. Uh, Suncoast Video. You can't Suncoast. pick us up at Suncoast Video. You can't find it at Suncoast. And that's that's a pretty broad... Uh, description, but I think for the purposes of this podcast and what we're going to be talking about, we're going to be focusing on subgenres and cultures that have descended from the horrorcore scene, the juggalo scene. Anything that branches out from your typical local area, you know? Right. You got some, you got some guys in a garage playing music together. That's who I want to talk to and talk about. Correct. Not just on the horrorcore underground rap side but i want to start touching on underground punk local punk scenes hardcore scenes anything typically low down and grimy i want to yes. talk about that yes i want to talk to somebody who has a fucking band camp i don't want to talk to somebody who's like yeah my label put that out and we put it on all streaming no Nope. I want to talk to the guys like, yeah, I had to manually drop it on Bandcamp and it sucked because uh, when I do it, it also sucks. I don't like that it's not automated. I yeah. hate that I have to hit the button myself. Last time I dropped the project, I was like, oh, it'll go up at 3 a.m. And then I was like, oh, I got to fucking stay yeah, up until you got, 3 a.m. You got to do it manually. Yeah. I always, yeah, I always I do it at 9 o'clock, 9 o'clock the night before and hit that go live button. 
Yeah, it was stupid. I'm never going to say a stupid time like that again. I'm going to say it'll show up sometime today. <laughs> it'll show up. It'll be there. I'll let you know when it's there. Or you know what? You can just keep looking for it and you'll find it when it's there. Yep. So uh, with this rebrand, uh, you know, we're focusing more on underground acts. We're focusing more on people that are not necessarily even related to the scene. People that are quite typically not your average Joe you're going to find just at your Home Depot, you know? We're going to be focusing on these people that, you know, do some cool things, but they're still like, you could run into them somewhere. Maybe they work at Home Depot. I mean, everybody's got to work, right? I mean, probably most of them. I said Home Depot (laughs) as I don't know anybody who works at Home Depot. Oh. Yeah, I guess I don't either. I know people who have worked at Home Depot, but not who currently work at Home Depot. You know, one day. One day. I think uh, we're going to find somebody who works at Home Depot. Yeah. So, and we should probably mention off the top here, um, if we're still on the top. Um, I think we're at the top. We're on the top. Um, we are part of the Underground Podcast community. Um, some of you may be familiar with what that is. Most of you probably won't. The Underground Podcast Community, or UPC, because we love our acronyms around here, uh, is a collective founded by the guys from ICP with We slash Twisted With Us and the fellows at Juggalo Judgment and also the fellows, our friends, at Juggalo Rewind. So with them, we have teamed up and we have created the UPC. We are recording again. Hello, pleasured viewer who (laughs) did not have the 20 minute gap that we just experienced in recording. Correct. So I believe you were just asking me what I've been up to. And well, exactly that right there. Um, computer problems just um, <laughs> we started trying to do this at like what five o'clock it's about seven sixteen now so there you go yeah uh <clears throat> a very nice ordeal to get through the weekend it's friday let's kick it off correct so yeah um i've been not making podcasts um i've been trying to focus on making music and I haven't been making music. So I've really, I've just been working and hanging out doing family stuff. Just dad yeah, stuff. We've all been there. Yeah. I mean, we've all been there. Dad stuff, right? Taking care of kids. Yeah. It just makes sense. Yeah. You know, well, I've been doing dad stuff. Yeah, exactly. You know, going up to your kid's school and, you know, putting in the hours and volunteering and being the president of a, uh, you know, a, a local booster club and, you know, cause that's not overwhelming. Why wouldn't I do that? You know, in the interim, I also have been doing dad stuff, like taking care of my sick cat and mm. my own sick self. Mm. Uh, we're both better now. So far, so good. All right. Uh, let's see. Bebop hasn't released an episode since what? I'm going to go ahead and say, let's call it October of 2022. <laughs> is the last time we've released an episode. Uh, and then before that, we released an episode in what? Uh, July of 2022, and before that, it was June. So you've so, got you know, you've got a track record track record pretty uh, similar to mine. My last episode yeah. was in January, and the one before that was, I think, October. So things tend to fall apart sometimes <laughs> when we're not at the wheel fully committed. And with this one, we are half committed. We're half committed. Uh, we're going to get something out every time we can. We're not going to have a set set time, but we're going to get things out when we can get them out. You're going to hear an episode from us every single time we record one. <laughs> I was like, fucking don't say that every single time. Shit. Every I'm single be- time we record it and decide that it's <laughs> worthy of being released. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... Yeah, we've been we've been around. We you know things have been thrown at us. We've been taking it in stride. We've been around here. You know, we've sometimes been. you got to take a break from things you like to do. Exactly. Now, something else that we like to do, we like to talk about music. 
And that's kind of the point of this podcast. So, uh, yeah. So I usually get in a lot of music listening while I'm working, but turns Same. out life is a cruel joke and I don't get to do that anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, I switched over to a different team at my job and now my day is busier than ever. So I haven't got much music in me lately. I think I've gotten probably a hundred songs in the past like week and a half maybe and that's not good for me that's not good numbers actually yeah like, no. i'm usually listening to a lot more music than that yeah um, i'm usually putting in about 10 hours a day um that's only four days a week though the weekends it's just you know whatever's in the car if i'm running errands see yeah i actually i like pod i like music in the car but i've been listening to a playlist that somebody made me lately and it has none of the music that we'd be talking about here zero (laughs) none of that i mean if you want to talk about like some indie-ish artists like uh nicole dollinganger and stuff like that ethel kane i don't know some weirdo stuff yeah i mean i mean if you want to talk about neil young and pink floyd and you know other shit that i've been listening to but i'm sure this is you know we don't have the audience for that so let's be like hanging out with my dad so (laughs) i mean am i your dad (laughs) I might How old be. Are you? I am forty. Okay, I'll take the forty <laughs> answer. Forty. Uh, so no, my father was <laughs> fifty. So okay, there you go. That's fair. Yeah, <clears throat> but no. Let's talk about the music that we uh that are that our friends and uh, all of us bond on. Let's talk about the stuff that we actually come together for. All right. So the last um, roundtable episode, we recapped. Um, music from 2022 and it is no longer 2022 it is now we're like a third of the way through 2023 if you can believe that no i can't time keeps on slipping i honestly like it it's hard to believe that we're that close to halfway you know i remember a time when like anything after the year 2000 wasn't even supposed to happen so that's where I'm at still 23 years later. Um, so 2023 music. Um, I know there's been a lot that's come out. Um, I don't keep up with everything, but here's what I got. Um, Buckshot still been, still been putting out the jams. Um, steady. I think he slowed down a little bit since last year, but he's also been touring and stuff, but he did put out a solo album um in january that was called when hell freezes blade you heard that yeah i did hear that and that's what i'm excited to talk about i have uh some opinions good let's freaking do it okay so buckshot <clears throat> aka buck norris aka buck nasty also known as uh the buck I don't slap know name for him. the buck slap the buck all right slap. so buck put out this ep well let's call it an ep it's seven songs right True. That's yeah that's an ep, EP. yeah so Buck is an extremely talented rapper. Great guy, like talented musician. Um, and his thing is he pulls in a lot of guests. That's kind of what he's in, known for. Yeah, he pulls in these artists. So you're just like, how the hell did Buck get this? And on this one, there's no shortage. There's really no shortage at all of great guests on this. You've got songs with Alazui Lou, Low Key, Stevie Stone, Super Famous Fun Time Guys, Loon Squad, Underground Avengers. You know, there's yeah. no shortage of it. The Horde, which we'll and get into later. Correct. Yes. So this DP, uh, I really like it. I listened to it a lot. Not when it first came out, but later on. Um, and I think that <clears throat> particularly two of the songs paint a really good picture for the future of the underground and what we're going to be getting soon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, particularly track three rise Mm, Rise up up. track five chant i think those are painting a very vivid picture and it just so happens those are the two songs that have lle collabs which is exactly why i think it's (laughs) painting a good sign of things to come and honestly the uh the track with all zulu and loki it's called rise up that's the standout track for me on the on the ep that's by far in my opinion the best one that's ooh. Man, so we're I different. love I love that freaking track, dude. It's it is so sick that uh Okay, the other one's called Chant, but this one actually has some chanting going on, some like acapella kind of uh 
or not acapella, but like some, um, some chanting kind of stuff going on in the background and, uh, some throaty, throaty singing kind of stuff. I dig that. You know, uh, we ha- I expected us to have the same uh, the same track as our number one standout, but we don't. And I get to talk about it, and I okay. get to shout it out, which yeah, is yeah. nice. Uh, my yeah. favorite is Chant, featuring yeah. the super famous Funtime Fruit Punch guys. Um, they really, like, the sign of this, the reason why I say this EP is a good sign of things to come is not only do AXE crush their guest verses, and so does Loki. I mean, obviously, it's a Loki, come on. But yeah. Super Famous put out two of the best verses that we've heard from them possibly ever, you know? Yeah. Like, every time there's a new Super Famous song, it's got a verse where I'm like, wow, I cannot wait for what's next if this is any indication of what's coming. Because they're just going harder than ever. They feel like they're putting in more work than ever. And their verses are getting more complex. They're getting more tight. Everything is just stepped up every time they come out with something new. And I cannot wait for it. The eight legs verse on this, the first time I heard that song and eight legs verse came on, his verse finished. I fucking hit restart before anything else happened because <laughs> I wanted to hear it again. I yeah. needed to hear it again. Yeah. Yeah. It's these guys just keep growing, keep evolving, like stepping up their game. Each time they put out an album, it's better than the previous. Each time they do a guest feature somewhere, it's better. It's like the best thing you've heard from them until the next time they put something out. And I'm going to say this right now as a, as a co-host of uh, the underground table, they will be a frequent topic, especially from me, especially when there's new stuff coming out. Even if they don't, even if they stopped right now, I think we would continue to talk about them because I mean, we would have to, we would just go back to the beginning and talk about every single album each. We It would be a, SFFTG with we podcast and we would just talk about them. I would sincerely be down for that more than you know because SFFTG have been a group that I've been listening to on repeat for so long that it's kind of a weird mental condition at this point. <laughs> um I physically had to make myself stop listening to my playlist that is only LLE and new school twisted stuff because I was going to burn myself out on it if I didn't. Mm. And, you know, with Camp Zool 3 coming up, uh, I'm not going to date this podcast. It's just coming in the future. I don't really want to do that. It may I don't have really already happened. Stuff on it. Yeah. <laughs> I, if I was there, if you were there, it was good meeting you. Um, but yes, yeah, yeah. so... Spoiler, it didn't happen yet, and if you happen to be there at Camp Zool 3 and you're listening to this, uh, I have pink hair. Come find me. Uh, my name is Blade. I have pink hair and a beard. Uh, there you go. I'll be there. Find him. Come see me. Find him. Be nice Be nice to him, though. Be nice yeah, to him. Uh, or you can get your shots in while I'm still a little podcast guy, and you can say mm-hmm. when we get big, wow, I beat that guy up once. Yeah, true. We'll see how it goes. All right. You Yeah, and you'll be back to report. On how it went. Absolutely. We'll do a. I think we want to do. You want to do a little wrap up show about it after it's over? Sure. If we're still doing a podcast. Yeah. Absolutely. If we're still doing a podcast <laughs> next month, for sure. Yeah. This might be a one and done because season two had one episode. Maybe yeah. this one has one episode. Yeah. For sure. And you know what? It was fun while it lasted. It was. Uh, let's move on. Let's move on. Um, so the next thing I have is. Violent Jade. Do we want to talk about Violent Jade? Bloody Sunday? It was supposed to come I, out in October. It came out in February wanna, instead. I'm going to try to keep Underground Table positive. So if you want to talk about Bloody Sunday, that's chill. I'll listen to it. Like, I'll listen to you talk about it. <laughs> but I have, like, nothing nice to say okay. about it. Um, I'll just say this. Um, it's not the greatest thing I've heard from Violent Jade. Um, there is some stuff I like about it. I'm not going to get too much into it. Um, it's it's a tough listen, and I think uh, that's just kind of the nature of where the guy is right now. I will say I liked the first single. Uh, mm-hmm. It was a pretty, it was a really creepy thing to come out when yeah. it did, especially yeah. when we got the later context. 
<clears throat> when you contextualize it of the day it came out and when it came out and everything going on when it came out, it's a pretty creepy song. Yeah. I liked it. I liked it for what it was. And then, I don't know. I just wasn't a fan of much else. Yeah. Yeah, I've uh, I've only listened to it a few times. I think a, f- a few tracks are cool. Um, the title track, Bloody Sunday, is pretty good. Um, in the Hole um, is good. A Harrowing Time, that was the first single. That's probably my favorite song on there. Um, I think the cover art is sick. Yeah, see, the problem for me is I love all the imagery associated with the album, but it doesn't feel like it's connected to anything. It feels different. Yeah. It doesn't give me that kind of vibe. It doesn't earn the art that goes along with it on everything. Except for it earns that some good pussy art. That's what the album (laughs) feels like to me. That's literally what it feels like for me. (laughs) Okay. Um, Yeah, but uh, considering everything that happened and it got delayed, I mean, it, it was supposed to be one thing and then it ended up being a different thing kind of met halfway between i don't know it's like a lot of icp projects of late it's it's got some it's got some good stuff it's got some not so good stuff let's just leave it at that um we said we were going to get into the horde let's talk about the horde this is now a buckshot podcast by the way yeah this is we're sponsored by uh mob style music now absolutely i think yeah i think we should all get some charms or something about of it Mm -hmm. sure so the horde um, the Horde is Buckshot and Boondocks. Um, this is not Hell's Kitchen. This is not Underground Avengers, but it is, but it isn't <laughs> because it's the Horde. Um, it's got a really weird backstory. There's some uh, some cool artwork and there is some a neat intro and outro and uh, liner notes kind of thing going on. Uh, but like any any Buckshot project, there's a theme and a concept, but not necessarily every song is beholden to the concept, but it all still kind of fits, which is cool. And it's a really dope album. And this one actually, well, it's a collab. So, I mean, technically you have a feature on every song, so it's not just Buckshot. But there's really, let's see, we've got Jamie Madrox, a, basically a posse track with Kung Fu Vampire, Loki. Um, if I remember correctly, the first verse is Kung Fu Vampire and Shy361. The second verse is Loki and Mr. Gray. The third verse is Buckshot and Boondocks. So the first verse is Warlock. Um, the second verse is Cabal. And the third verse is The Horde. But also, um, the third verse being The Horde it consists of Buckshot and Boondocks. Boondocks is also part of Warlock. And Buckshot is also part of Cabal. So it's a Warlock-Cabal collab but it's also the horde <laughs> um yeah what <laughs> does that count yeah i don't know i don't know but anyways it's all of them it's and it's a great fucking song so um and then we got a feature from uh monoxide so really we've got twisted and we've got um other people that buckshot is collabing with on group projects and those are the only features um but i'll tell you what the horde is fucking dope I'm a big fan of that album. I think Monoxide spits one of the sickest verses that he's done in a while on uh, Testaments. And the Marauders mix of Grimace starts with Jamie Madrox. And the first thing out of his mouth is McDonald's reference. And I'm Mm. here for it. (laughs) Do you know what I'm realizing? Hmm. I didn't get to listen to this in full. No. No. Why not? So it took a while for it to go on streaming yeah, and even doubly as long to go on to Apple Music, which I use. Oh, I wasn't aware of that. I uh, pre-ordered it and got the CD. So I got that, what, I think two weeks before it came on streaming. Yeah, so I met Buckshot mm-hmm. at Astronomicon and he had copies of this and I bought through other CDs instead, because that's just how I am. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm sure you enjoyed the other the other CDs that you did get. I doubly do enjoy them. I got yeah. uh, the one we just talked about, which mm-hmm. is wonderful. 
I also picked up the HOK single, and oh. I picked up the Accomplices 2. Very nice. That Accomplices 2 is a very fine... Um, it doesn't really feel like an album. It's more like a mixtape or a compilation, kind of. Um, but it plays really well, and I enjoy it. Yeah, it it is more of a compilation. It's a more of a showcase of artists, you know, rather than a cohesive project. But it's mm-hmm. nice. I really like and enjoy it. But I picked those up because... Well, those were my starting points for Buckshot. And the, really? what better time? Yes. Nice. Um, those were how I got into Buckshot. So I grabbed them. My starting point for Buckshot was Double Dragon. Um, not when it initially came out, but a few months later. And I bought that, having very little knowledge of either Kung Fu Vampire or Buckshot. And I loved it. And Cabal came out, and I was like, I'm going to get this. And I got it, and I loved it. And I've just been going to Mob-style uh, website and picking off the, the things that I don't have. And, yeah, been enjoying all of it. It's good, solid shit. And I can't believe that it it's taken me this long to get into them. So, you see, he's he's like an everyman rapper. He's got something for all of you. He's yes. got something for anybody listening to this if you like hip-hop or rap. Yeah. Buckshot will have that one thing that you go, oh, that's for me. Yep. True. Have you heard his uh his first album? No. Oh, have not. Okay. It's way like, different. There's way different. so I mean, much. It is like in. some. It came out in what ninety nine, two thousand, some shit like that. And it is. It's more like a, like a posse kind of. Uh, like he was the main rapper, but he was part of a crew. And. It's really just like, I mean, like I said, it came out in 99 or 2000 and he's from Kentucky. So you can kind of see, you can predict what that sounds like. 2000s era Southern rap. And uh, it's good, but it's not great. But I think he really came into his own maybe around, well, whenever Weirdo came out, I think that was 2018, maybe 2017. And that's where I think modern buckshot, that's really kind of the starting point of that. You know, I'm going to have to check this out. Yeah. It's something that I never uh, really dug into because he, you know, look, he's got an expansive body of work. Yeah. I mean, just absolutely massive body of work. Yeah. By the time we put this out, it would not surprise me if he's already put something out new. Yeah, for sure. Now, see, I'm looking here on the list of things you want to propose to talk about uh, here. And I'm going to go ahead and count off one, two, three, four, five, six, seven things that I have never heard of in a row. All right. Well, I was, expect- you- I was expecting you to have uh, a comparable list of stuff that I don't know. So <laughs> I went through, uh, I tried to go through and think of 2023, 2023 things that I have listened to to put on here. And I came up short, and I just realized that I've been stuck in my old ways this year. Uh, you know, I've got a thing. Uh, I've got a couple things, you know. I'm going to throw one on the list right now. There is something I remembered I want to talk about, but it's not going to be fully positive. Um, so I've got one thing. Uh, I've got two things, you know, that I want to get out, and that's it. Okay. Uh, so the one thing that I have remembered to that came out in 2023 is the Danny Brown JPEG Mafia album. Okay, that uh, just uh, came out recently, right? Yeah, that came out really, really recently. It's called "Scaring the Hose." Mm-hmm. Um, it just came out maybe last month or the month before, mm-hmm. and you know what? It's fine. It's uh, it's okay. I'm not really. Mm, mm, I'm not huge on it because I like both artists separate, but I don't like them together maybe because they tried to be too abrasive with this one. Mm. It feels a little, I don't know. It's called scaring the hose. And this is definitely ho scary music. <laughs> like they made one of the most borderline unlistenable things I've ever listened to. Wow. And that's saying something. Cause I know you've been listening to some crap. As have I. Yeah, I've been 
<laughs> I've been listening to some pure garbage. I'm mm-hmm. always listening to garbage. Mm-hmm. So I'm not too familiar oh. with uh, Danny Brown. I've heard some things from him. Um, and JPEG Mafia, I've seen the name around. I know nothing else. I haven't heard this album. You should, you should, you wait. What'd you say? I have not heard this album. I don't really know who JPEG Mafia is. And I've only heard a little bit from Danny Brown. So I don't know. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> sorry, clear my throat again. That's a really good podcasting ethics. Um, yeah. I'm not going to edit it. Oh, wow. Yeah. You should. Well. Anyways, um, JPEG Mafia is an abrasive experimental rapper. Um, and he put out a few albums, well, a couple, two or three projects before really finding his niche and success. Uh, he really came into it with his album Veteran, which I think is one of the coolest and you know most wild experimental rap albums probably ever. Uh, gotta be in my top 10 rap albums of all time. It is just so weird and so abrasive, and it's just, it's unlike a lot of things going on, you know? Uh, I can compare it to like one artist, but if I do, he will be really fucking mad about it because he hates the person <laughs> comparing him to. Oh, so I won't. Okay. Right. Um, yeah. JPEG mafia fucking hates being compared to death grips, but again, oh. what else is, you know, who else is doing shit like that? Um, I also don't know who that is. Um, I'll tell you what, we'll I, talk about it. <laughs> we'll talk about it. I'll, I'll listen to some of this shit. Um, I like weird music. So who knows? Who knows? You Who might knows? not. You probably I won't. Yeah. But JPEG Mafia, you should probably check it out. Okay. Um, especially veteran. But he really leaned into this thing. He really uh like his style's changed pretty pretty decently over time since veteran. And uh him and Danny Brown collaborated uh and made this whole album together and then now Danny's in rehab while they released it, and I'm oh. very proud of Danny. Yeah. Um anytime Danny Brown's on a song, you know, I'm fucking I'm with it. Danny Brown's an incredible rapper from Detroit. He's a great artist. Um, I love him. Can't wait for the next album, honestly. His last album was probably my favorite one he's done so far. And uh, the problem with their collaboration album is there's a lot of like, and I'd say this as somebody who makes harsh noise. There's a lot of like harsh noise, weird samples. And I love both of those things, but it's just like kind of unlistenable at Mm. this rate with them. Um, They, and it's not anything like catchy for me either. And that's the problem, but you know, whatever. I'm like 30. I shouldn't be talking about this shit. It's not a, this is not an old man's game. This is a young man's artist. It's not for me. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing I really know about Danny Brown is to me, he kind of brings to mind, maybe, uh, maybe Busta Rhymes, maybe old dirty bastard, just kind of that off kilter kind of flow and just a general weirdness about him. Oh, Danny Brown is the weirdest fucking guy. <laughs> He's yeah. so weird. And like his flow is different than anybody else's. His cadence and his style is so different that you hear him and you're like, oh, that's Danny Brown. Like there's no mistake in it for somebody else. Yeah. And I appreciate that. I, I always appreciate artists who have a signature sound, um, even if it's not a sound that I really like. <laughs> if If it's something that's truly unique and recognizable as only them, then yeah, I'm I'm with that. Yeah, unless, I mean, unless it's a bad way to set yourself out from the crowd. All right, so next on your list is something I've never heard of. Oh, well, you should hear it. Um, it's called Shellshock. The band is called Shellshock. They are a hardcore band from Portland, I believe. Um, Robbie, uh, Diff Tug, he turned me on to them. <laughs> is that not how you say that? Diff Tug, do it for the No, it is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Uh, so he went to this show, this, uh, small local hardcore show in Portland and he took, took a video of a band that was there and he was like, he posted on the discord and he was like, you guys, this band is fucking killing it. And it was, they were, they're kids. I mean, they're like, I don't know if they're like in high school or if they're in their early twenties or whatever, but they're young and they're called shell shock. They're a hardcore band. There's a girl singer, there's a drummer, and they have a guitar player. And I don't even know if they have a bass player. I don't think they do. Um, and they are just sick as shit. They have one release out. It's got three songs. It's just called Demo. And the first song 
uh, what is the first song called? It's called Flesh. And she just screams, all rapists deserve to die. Oh, that like, kicks ass. I'm yeah. going to check this out, actually. <laughs> it's it's three minutes long, and that takes up probably about half of it, just her just screaming that with this just incredible breakdown in the music. And, uh, yeah, it's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Um, they're on Bandcamp. You can buy the demo. Um, it's on streaming as well. Just three tracks. The cover. Uh, now, when you say it's, uh, you can buy it. Is there physical copies? No, no, but you could buy the 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 digital on Bandcamp. That's what I did. Um, All right, let me. Um, I'm gonna check this out. I'm gonna check this out. It says on the cover. It says for loco violence. Um, and it's got a picture of her with like this. It looks like a rifle made out of four loco cans. Um. <laughs> I don't know what's going on there, um, but I'll be damned that the music fucking hits. So there you go. Yeah, I found it. This kicks ass. Yeah. So not really too much else to say about that. Um, it is what it is. It's uh, seven minutes seven minutes and 20 seconds of just the hardest, most violent thing you've ever heard coming out of this, this girl. That's probably like maybe five and a half feet. If that five foot, it's great. See, I just pulled it up on my fucking phone. I'm going to listen to this as soon as we're done. Yeah, do it. Um, I'm kind of sad that you didn't already. Um, Hey, I had no time to prepare. That's fine. That's fine. Um, the next thing I want to talk about, and I've been talking to death about it. I have been irritating everybody I know about this, trying to push this band on people. Um, honestly, they should just hire me as as a promoter, as a street team guy, because I've been doing nothing but just shilling out good words on these guys. Uh, they're the co-defendants. This is a band... Um, on Fat Records, Fat Mike, no effects, that's his label. Um, the label's been around forever, putting out just really good, solid quality punk music. Um, this band is the guy, what's his name? Sam King, I believe is his name, from a band called Get Dead. He sings, raps, plays guitar. There's a dude by the name of Sheshi, I think. Um, he raps. Sheshi Ramos? Yes, that's the guy. Sheshi Ramos. Wow. Uh, you know okay, him. haven't heard that name in a minute. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's been locked up for a minute, I guess. Um, yes. Yes, and he's out, and he immediately got with Sam King. They started writing music. Um, since Get Dead is on Fat Records, they were hanging out with Fat Mike. Mike's like, holy shit, this is incredible. Let me help you guys produce an album. So it's basically the three of them are the band and fat Mike does guitar and bass and he does programming and producing and shit and basically no vocals. I think he does like some backing vocals on a few tracks and this is fucking nuts. The album is called this is crime wave. It came out in March. Um, there's physical copies. There's vinyl, there's CDs. I'm still waiting on my damn CD. I don't know where it's at, but I really don't care because I've been listening to it on streaming and the files anyways. This is the dopest shit I've heard in a long time. It's the definitely the most unique, original, new sounding music I have heard in I don't even know how long. It's the first song starts off sounding like ska. And then there's like some, there's some rapping, there's some, some punk screaming. The second track is very much, um, more of a rap song. And when these dudes rap, they like, I don't know, they, they do weird things. They go off the beat. They talk a little bit more than they rap sometimes, but it fits, um, 
they've got the DOC from NWA on the third track called Fast Ones. This is this motherfucker's first verse in like 20 years. And I don't know if anybody is familiar with this, but the DOC, he was in a car accident in like 1999, maybe. And it fucked up his his throat. And doctors told me he would never rap again. He's lucky to even be talking. He has been recording at home, never releasing anything. He's friends with Fat Mike somehow. They get together. And... He puts a verse on this song, and it's the coolest thing ever. Um, we've got other shit on here. There's a song called Disaster Scenes, which features Stacey D from Bad Cop, Bad Cop, another great band. Um, this is just like a weird mashup of genres. It's punk, it's hardcore, it's ska, it's hip-hop, it's EDM. It's just all of these things. And they've got videos. There's a five-part video series. You can watch them on YouTube. And it tells this story of Sam and and Sheshi um, just basically getting into some fuckery and uh, showing up in court and then being in prison and then getting out. And it's crazy. It's a really hard watch. Um, this it's kind of a hard listen. Even um, as much as I'm selling every trying to sell everybody on it, it's not a light listen. There's some heavy fucking subject matter um some really traumatic shit that they get into lyrically um and it damn near puts me to tears every time i hear it and it's the most beautiful greatest thing i've ever heard thanks for coming to my ted talk i'm always here for your ted talks <laughs> because like, you still gotta do you gotta do another ted talk because i haven't heard the next three th- four things on your list okay well fuck okay um Anyways, Blade, do me a favor. Listen to Co-Defendants. God damn it. I mean, it's a fat records band. I'm probably not going to like it. I'm not going to like um, it. Does, no. it. It doesn't sound anything <laughs> like anything that's on fat records. It really doesn't. I mean, it All right. genuinely I want to put it for the record. Uh, probably my least favorite band in the world is the Beatles and then followed by No Effects. Oof. I fucking okay. hate Fat Mike so much. Oh, okay. Well, that's fair. I mean, I get it. Um, he's he's not an easy guy to like. Um, no, like like, wish... like like some other people that we've <clears throat> talked about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But um, no, I I don't I don't give a shit. Please listen to the album, okay? <laughs> I'll listen to Co-Defendants for you. Okay, I will. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, not gonna listen to Rancid though. That's sorry, fine. buddy. That's fine. That's fine. It's not for everybody. Um, I've did my time. I've heard Rancid. Okay, that's fine. Uh, so next up, um, Doom Regulator is something that I just found out about. It just came out. They dropped a single under the name Bad Optics um, a month or two ago, and then they quickly changed their name to Doom Regulator because I guess Bad Optics was already taken. Um, this is basically Operation Ivy version 2.0. This is Jesse and Tim from Operation Ivy with a different drummer and a different bass player. And this is the only single they've put out so far. It's called Raid. And it is just straight up a uh, Rocksteady reggae song. And I love it. And that's pretty much all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> all right. Hey, you can go ahead. You keep your Op Ivy to yourself. Uh, do we got anything else? Um, What's next? What's next? Um, I put Dollskin on here. Um, Who's Dollskin? What's Dollskin? their deal? Dollskin. Um, well, they're they're nobody anymore. They're broken up. Um, and this is their final single. It's called Melancholia. They put it out this month. Well, we're dating ourselves here. In April, they put it out in April. We're recording this just days before you hear it. Um, so Dollskin was a band out of Phoenix. Um, maybe 2016, 2017, they were all high schoolers. They met at, um, uh, what is it called? Um, school of rock. And, uh, which is a thing that wasn't a thing when I was a teenager and I wish it was. Um, but so they met there, put together a band, um, and for their showcase, uh, David Ellison from Megadeth was there 
as one of the judges. He liked him, said, hey, I want to put out a record by you guys. They're like, cool. And this was an all-girl punk kind of metal punk band. Um, So he made an EP for them. It was decent. Um, Then they, they parted ways with him, signed with somebody else, made an album. It was decent. Made another album in 2020, which was great. Um, and then the pandemic hit and they broke up. Well, first they, they lost a few members and then they eventually just broke up. Um, they live streamed a farewell concert that they put on. That was in March. Uh, they said, Hey, we've been broken up for a little over a year now. Um, we're going to do one more concert and then we're going to drop our last single and we're done. So this is that last single. It's called Melancholia. It's pretty cool. Um, if you're into like, uh, you know, English, uh, sad girl, punk music, this might be for you, but it might not matter because they're not a band anymore, but they've got two albums and an EP out and they're solid. I like them. You know, that's nice to know stuff. I've never going to hear about if you didn't tell me about it. There you go. Uh, next up, uh, Jay Navarro and the Traders. Blade, do you know who Jay Navarro is? I know who Dave Navarro is. Mm, that helps. Nope. Is that is that close? Nope. Not even close. Okay. All um, right. I'm honestly surprised you don't, um, because you live in Detroit. Um, Jay Navarro is from the Suicide Machines. Tell me you've heard of them. I've heard of them. Yeah. Okay. Come on. I live in okay. Michigan. What? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Suicide Machines, a great ska punk band. Um, came out in the nineties, still active now. Um, Jay Navarro, the singer, he has one of his many side projects because this dude has like 20 bands. Um, one of his many side projects is called the traders and he plays guitar and sings and it is a more, little bit more ska than punk, but still punk really good. They've got a new album coming out soon. They've put out two singles so far. The first one was called all of us or none. And it's good shit. It's good shit if you like ska. Uh, my ska knowledge and liking extends to two bands. So tell me uh, those two bands. Real big fish, okay. obviously. I mean, they're the big one. Mm-hmm. Oh, three bands. Sorry, if you count mm-hmm. older uh, boss tones. Okay. Um, and Streetlight Manifesto. Okay. Um, those are definitely uh, three of the more poppy mainstream uh ska bands my first exposure with ska was also real big fish um but honestly i could say i haven't listened to real big fish in probably 10 years um you should you should run it back you should at least listen to turn the radio off it's it holds up i own that cd and i haven't listened to it in a while um i was really really into it for a while um, Boston's never really a big fan of, um, Streetlight Manifesto. I've heard a little bit from kind of like it. I'm really m- into more of the, uh, stuff that either a leans more towards like second wave ska, um, like the specials, um, the beat, um, the two tone stuff from England, really a big fan of that stuff. Um, or the more th- I guess third wave uh, California ska punk bands um, like Op Ivy, uh, Dancehall Crashers, uh, Goldfinger, that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. Did you say Goldfinger? I did say Goldfinger. Okay, Tony Hawk. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, that's not Suicide amazing, Machines. That's so good. <laughs> Suicide Machines, uh Goldfinger, um Lagwagon. Come on, man. Tony Hawk had the best band on his soundtracks. Oh, yeah, no. I learned who Del the Funky Homo Sapien was because of Tony Hawk. Right? Like hands down, incredible gateway for me is the Tony Hawk soundtracks. Yeah. Um a similar game called grind session. It was on the PlayStation, the first PlayStation. It was very similar, although not as good as Tony Hawk. 
Um, that also had an amazing soundtrack. I first learned who um, Dr. Octagon was from that. So that literally what's so crazy is for some reason my brain holds up Dell and Doom like uh Doctor Doom, you know, the mm-hmm. singer, the guy, the Keith mm-hmm. holds them in the same regard. Like they're the same kind of thing. So when I think of Dell, I think of Keith. Yeah. I, I don't know that. why. I can see that. I didn't want to confuse a listener who doesn't know the many aliases of Cool Keith thinking I'm thinking of MF Doom. And, I'm I'm uh, I'm Del. still learning all the the Cool Keith. Been a fan of Dr. Oh, Octagon for a God. while. Um learning the other stuff and loving it. So uh I'm gonna go ahead and drop the bomb that Dr. Octagon is his best album, followed up by Black Elvis. So if you just listen to those two, you've got the experience. There you go. Um, I've been talking about shit for a while. Um, you've got something else to talk about. Do I? That's on the list. Ooh, let me look. Uh, Slasher Dave, baby. Yeah, Slasher Dave, baby. Slasher Dave. Slasher Dave is a hermit who lives in the woods in Detroit and makes music with two different bands, uh, Acid Witch and Slasher Dave. Uh, Slasher Dave is just some creepy guy who, again, lives in a shack in Detroit in the woods and rides a BMX bike, but he makes horror movie soundtrack music. Um, he released a EP called Vietnam Summer on 420, if I'm recalling the day drop, right? So. It was 420. I think so, yeah. Uh, and typically not his standard fare. This is no. more some summery time vibes. It's more so not getting stabbed in the woods. It's more so hanging out in the woods uh, on a nice day. Kind of. Um, I mean, kind of. It's like it's a little trippy kind of stuff. Um, it is. And having a different musical background from you, um, the vibes I got from it were Buffalo Springfield, Creedence Clearwater Revival, um, you know, 60s, 70s psychedelic music. Um, also, both bands were featured heavily in a lot of Vietnam movies that came out um, like apocalypse now um, basically any movie that takes place in Viet in during the Vietnam war or during the seventies has a Creedence Clearwater revival song. Um, and this EP really gave me big vibes of that. Although obviously he is not a sixties psychedelic rock band. He is a dude with the guitar and some keyboards but he made some good fucking shit with that. Just in that kind of vibe. To me, that's the vibe I get from it. You know? Hmm. I understand where that's coming from, especially with the CCR vibes, but I didn't pick up on it uh, until now. Yeah, the, the guitars, the organs. Um, yeah. I think it's a nice addition to his discography, but not a good starting point, if you know what I mean. Because you yeah. expect something yeah. a lot different if you start there. Yeah, yeah. If you've never heard Slapper Dave, don't start there. Um, start with Disco Drac, and then listen to uh, Mausoleum. And then start listen- with the Jackalina Murders. Yeah, or uh, the latest Acid Witch album, which is also not anything like his. To. You've never listened to Acid Witch? Nope. Really. Really? Yeah, isn't that insane? That is insane. Um, I'm not. That's not really a, a style of music that I'm typically into. Um, the really kind of grindy metal. Um, but their most recent album, I believe it came out last year. I don't remember what it's called. I enjoyed it. And yeah. Although I got to say, I'm most familiar with his work with Alazula Loop and that's the pocket that I keep them in. All right. That's fair. That's fair. I understand. Cool. Um, So what's next? It's getting a little late. Let's get a little late. Let's, uh, let's, let's let's wrap this up. Um, let's wrap this up. Scowl. There's a, a hardcore band named Scowl. Um, they've been around for a few years. Don't know much about them or where they're from. 
Um, another thing that was recommended in the Discord by Robbie or Eric and or Eric. Um, those are our resident hardcore guys. Um, this is a cool band. Um, again, girl singer. Um, something about punk and hardcore with female vocals is just kind of where my head is lately. Um, their new EP is called Psychic Dance Routine. It just came out in April. They're on tour. Uh, this is a departure from their earlier stuff. Their earlier stuff was really screamy, really really shouty and uh, hardcore. And this one's got a little bit more singing, a little bit more um, melodic. Um, maybe some people don't like that as much. I do. So you're more of a guy that like when Ceremony stopped being a hardcore band and started being a weird new wave band, you're like, oh, fuck yeah, I can get behind this. Um, I'm a guy who doesn't know who Ceremony is, so there you go. Yeah, there's a shot in the dark, honestly. <laughs> I was just, I just yeah. I, it reminded me of that. I was like, maybe. Uh, yeah. I mean, honestly, I mean, there is so much fucking music out there. And, you know, I'm struggling between the, you know, being old and set in my ways and still enjoying listening to new stuff and discovering new stuff. But I only have so much time and only so much attention. So... You know, a lot of this stuff, I just kind of dance around the fringes of certain genres or scenes and just kind of cherry pick out bands that I have heard heard good things about and just kind of stick with that because I don't have time or energy to really go much further sometimes. Makes sense to me. You know what else makes sense? Hmm. That we should talk about Twisted. We should, but we should. also I should put the disclaimer that I have heard the CP twice. Mm, um, three times, I think I've heard it. Um, yeah, only because it's only on YouTube, um, unless you spent $50 at Magic Ninja Records um, during the month of April, which I did not because I couldn't justify it because I didn't really care for the merch and I pretty much already have every CD that I want from them. Well, pretty much every CD that they have for sale on the store anyway. So I couldn't spend the $50 to get the CD that is Echoes from Dimension X. But I will tell you, I listened to it on YouTube and I enjoyed it. Correct. I am the same way. I didn't buy anything because, well, not appealing to me. Didn't yeah. want anything that they released besides maybe the lobby card for the Texas Chainsaw. Uh, but also, I have way too much shit I need to frame for my walls anyway. So mm. I didn't buy it. Yeah. Uh, but you know, frames are life goes on. Man. Huh? Frames are expensive. Dude, I have a laptop box stuffed to the brim of flyers and eight by tens and seven by eleven. Yeah, shit, just a lot of shit I want to frame, and yeah. it's all—it's like a thick, dense, like six inches stack of paper, probably more. Yeah, and you—you uh, you know what's a bitch? Frame. Not only are frames expensive, but most of the really cool prints are in weird sizes that they don't make frames for and you have to go to michael's and get them custom made i literally have a canvas print from eight legs that i want to get framed but it's really weird it's like 24 by 29 or something it's fucking mm. stupid yeah so echoes from dimension x um like it hmm yeah, I liked it. Like I liked it. it a lot. I like it, I like it a um, lot. Um, I would love to have the CD if uh, it's ever available again. I will gladly buy it. Um, I would have bought it right off the right off the bat if it was available for sale on its own. Um, yeah, who knows? Maybe I'll get a chance. What if I told you they're running the same deal right now? Um, you mean um, a while ago before this podcast was released? Oh, um, fuck. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, they were running the same deal. And um, yeah, same deal. I, I, I can't stack an order of $50 with stuff. I just can't. Yep, um, I can't either. Plus media is 50% off for that sale. And so I was like, well, that <laughs> pretty much throws that out the window. Because I mean, sure, I could buy three CDs. But if they're half price, I'm going to buy six. And honestly, I don't think there's six CDs on there that I don't have already. Yeah, I, I literally <laughs> have everything I want. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, that pretty much wraps it up um, for for music. Um, 
you mentioned Rancid. I have Rancid on the list. Um, they got an album coming out. There's a couple of singles out. I like it. It's Rancid. It sounds like Rancid. If you like Rancid, if you like, <laughs> if you like, if you Rancid, like Rancid, listen to Rancid. Yeah, if you like Rancid, um, you know what you're getting out of this. If you don't like Rancid, uh, don't waste your time. Yep. And then we have some extra things on the list, but I want to talk about those more fleshed out. I don't want to give those the wrap-up treatment. Okay. Oh, that's totally fair. Totally fair. What else is there? There was uh, there were some other things that came out. Um, Anti-Flag had an album out. I haven't listened to it yet. Oh, The Horror dropped a new album. I listened to it once or twice. It's okay. Monstar Click dropped a single. That was all right. Uh, oh, Twisted had a 420 single. It was all right. It's fine. Yeah. I'm not really a weed song guy. Yeah, me neither. There was something else out from Hellcat Records uh, from the Rockstone Rockers. It just came out um, in April. Um, it's uh, more like a Roots Reggae song. Yeah, that's pretty much it. So that was the music that came out that we listened to. Or that I listened to, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I i promise in future episodes i will be a little um shorter winded and uh you'll have more to talk about i will i'll have more to talk about i'll have more to say uh it's getting a little late at night that's why i'm just kind of like you know there's gonna be a part two to this one you want to do a part two to this another little little how we been what's been going on a little little what's new of 2023 because i'll come back with a full ass list and i will give you a ted talk about what i have listened Woo. to this year all right or 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 we'll come back um for the next episode with a guest maybe i don't know that was gonna be my surprise that oh. was gonna be the surprise damn it i ruined your surprise yeah <sighs> we're gonna come in hot with a guest or two and we're gonna ambush them about what they've been listening to in 2023 perfect that about wraps it up yeah. How can we uh let's let's steal another thing from everybody else that we admire and are friends with. How can we find you? Where do you want to be found at? Um, you can find me on Instagram. I am the homie jiggles. Just the homie jiggles on Instagram, nowhere else. Oh, your audio cut. Good time to cut. God damn it. <laughs> Jiggles Audio died. I'm Blade Brown. Uh, I can be found on social media. My social medias are Blade is Spooky on Twitter. Uh, Blade was Spooky on Instagram. Um, I do a TikTok thing. I used to do a TikTok thing. Sure today. I failed at it. Whatever. Go see the remnants of it. Blade is Spooky on TikTok. Uh, Butcher Bordello Blood Podcast. You want to hear me talk about horror stuff with some punk musicians. If you don't, that's fine. Whatever. Uh, it's not a frequent podcast. It doesn't get updated. won't be updated for a hot minute. Uh, I'm also on MySpace. I'm also on Farmers Only, Vampire Freaks, Zonga, Live Journal, Gaia Online, Neopets. And that about wraps me up. I'm Blade Brown. Uh, this was the Underground Table. Uh, I'm your co-host with the co-most, uh, Blade Brown. Bye-bye. This has been a Jiggle Down Productions production. I'm going to hit you with that new single, Upcoming, from Jiggles. It won't be out until summer, but I'm going to let you hear it now. Here it is. Temperature.
and stick around too long. You know we're right when everyone says we're wrong.